What's up, guys? It's your hosts, Nicolette and Jenna. Let's get ready to uncork and unwind. Oh my gosh. It is episode 20. It is the last episode of 2020. Nicolette? 2020. I can't get up. <laughs> I hate that line because like 2020, I don't think anyone fucked it up. I think 2020 itself. And then everybody else in the world. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of F-bombs starting it off already. All right. Oh, wait. I was literally going to say I need to not curse this episode because I curse so much and I already am cursing. And it's really annoying to bleep out, to be honest, like for everybody. So, wow. This week's episode is probably going to be my favorite of the literal year because we have such a special guest. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, on a side note, people do not like when I go hee hee, so I need to cut it. Wait, well, how do you know that? They told me. Who told you? My friends, Katie and Kristen, they were like, stop doing it. I'm like, okay. Oh my God, I love it. Oh, thanks. Okay. I say keep it up. Thanks, Coral. All right, so shall we introduce our guest? Let's intro him. You you go for it, Jenna. All or right. Wait, wait, you're going by your name? Oh, he's proud. He just shook his head like, <gasps> yeah. All right, we don't have any anonymous Benny boys here today. It's going to be the real deal. All right, so I'm going to set the scene for everybody. Our guest is 6'1". He has blue eyes, (laughs) a muscular build. He did just have a decent leg day (laughs) prior to this podcast. He's an ex-baseball player who wants to pursue a million other job titles. And he is indeed single. Single and ready to mingle. <laughs> Introducing <laughs> John. Woo woo. What's up, guys? What's up? How are you? Oh, my God. We've been wanting to do this episode for friggin' ever. He was one of our, like, first guests we ever listed out. John, we have a whole list of, like, our dream guests to have on the show. And you were in, like, the top... 10 which is pretty big wow honestly honored i would even say top five give him top five i say top five it's funny because we refer back to like wanting john on the podcast like a few in, in a few episodes mm-hmm. you know what i mean we're like we have to get him on and he's being a good sport you know what's funny is when you guys did the podcast and like nicolette was getting all these like guy answers i texted you jen i was like why the f- am i not being asked like any of these questions and you're like oh that's because <laughs> nicolette's taking control of it I was like, come on, ask me something. You, but here's the thing, like you have, in my opinion, a different way, a different mindset and like way of thinking than like an average guy. So I, that's why I think it's going to be like extra interesting. Do you agree? Yeah, that's fair. I think me and you, we have, we have deep talks and like, there's sometimes where I say stuff and you're like, wow, like he's not thinking like a normal, like douchebag guy. And I'm like. Yeah, but also, th- yeah. but like sometimes, I mean, I'm not like perfect, so like, yeah, I'll have douchebag like mentality, but like, I also think of things on like mm-hmm. a little deeper. So I guess, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm not as in my mind, at least not like the normal guy, but yeah, we'll get into we'll get into it. So you get, everyone will uh, realize what goes on in my stable mind. Very stable, stable. and and we say that very sarcastically oh, here. Extremely sarcastic. <laughs> extremely sarcastic. <laughs> but you. You look like, like a f- boy and like a player. Oh, Sorry, it's bad. 
it's a hundred percent bad. Like I've been, I've been told that too. Like people, like when I was in um, Belmar this year, like I have like resting bitch face. Like it's really, it's like a really bad you do. resting bitch face. So like when people like meet me, they'll look at me and be like, this kid definitely just hates us. I'm like, no, it's just, you guys are just looking at me and like my face just looks like that. Like, I'm sorry. But then like, <laughs> once I like talk to people they're like, oh, he's not that bad of a guy. And when you smile, you got some dimples and then you look all friendly. Uh-huh. Let's see it. See, he's like <laughs> oh my god cute okay so do you guys want to maybe review what you're drinking yeah why don't we have the guests go first our guest doesn't like wine yeah okay so. so here's the thing right when i was in high school it was homecoming and on the way to homecoming me and one of my friends grabbed a bottle from his house of wine it was white wine and we were driving <laughs> to the boat and we were supposed to go back and forth drinking but he was not drinking every time, and I was. So instead of going half and half on a bottle, I ended up drinking like three-fourths of the bottle. And then homecoming was on a boat, and then I got seasick on top of being hammered. Ooh. So me and wine just don't mix at all. You haven't given it another chance since then? Oh, I've tried it, and every time I just want to puke. Oh, that's okay. You have another another drink. What is it? I'm being very basic. Um, it's just it's just Jack Daniels. But I have like three pieces of ice in it and a dash of water. And let me tell you something. The dash of water does it because when you drink whiskey, it's not supposed to burn. That's why if you ever watch guys and they drink, they drink oh. whiskey, they have ice and they're moving it. Because as the ice melts, it puts water in it and that takes away the burn and enhances the flavor. Wow. Wow. A Thirsty Thursday tip. For all our lovely, our lovely See, the, whiskey drinkers. The more yes, you guys know, I love right? That. Love it. Nikki? Of course I'm drinking wine. I'm drinking red wine. I'm drinking um, J-Lore, Cab Sauv. I've probably drank this already. I was I just going to say. Yeah, I think I drank it because I don't have my taste fully back. So I'm like, mm. I can't review a new wine yet. So I have to stick to what I know and what I know is good. So this week, I apologize. I don't really have a wine review. But I'm here virtual cheersing John. We're getting litty titty. We're uh, slacking on the last episode of season one. It's fine. It's okay. Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll season two, Jenna year. will be back in action. All right. So shall we get into Let's it? Let's get into it. Wait. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to go for it. But, um, you know, I know that John, like, thinks that, like, you're attractive. <laughs> Oh, 100%. 100%. John, you used to, do you remember how many times you messaged me being like, oh my God. And I'm, I'm like, gonna, I know. I'm not going to die. Like, she would post from the story and I'd be like, it would just be like me counting the story. I'd be like, Jenna, who was that? And she'd be like, Nicolette. I'm like, oh, you already said this before. And then like, again, I see you again. Yeah. I'd be like, Jenna, Every Jenna time. who was that? Yeah, Wait, yeah, I love that. It. Every time. I also, I always message Jenna and I'm like, John is so freaking cute. He's so hot. Like, who are we setting up? If you're not going to date him, we're setting up one of our friends to date him. Like, if I can't date him and Jenna's not going to date him, someone's got to date him. I mean, so Ladies. The, only thing that's, the only thing that's scary about that is, like, for Jenna's side is we have a pact at, like, 35. So that's why she may not set me up with her friends because she's trying to hold on to it that if we're both single. So there might be some sabotage. Listen. There might be some sabotage in that. <laughs> Listen. There might be. The thing is, is that we have the, the pact set for 35. However, John's a year younger than me. Yeah, so she has next so year. So technically, I'll be 30. She, no, I'll be 36. Exactly. You get an extra year to be single and figure it out. Who wants a 30? Oh, yeah, but you have to figure it out for another year. Like, I'm like, so you have an extra year of dating. I'm stuck at 35. So, like, you're kind of, I mean, look, I'm all for this little pact, but 
this kind of bullshit that I can't experience 36 single, you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so I kind of wanted to like briefly talk about how we know each other. <laughs> Our Your first impression. <laughs> Our story, though, but are we going to talk about when you were known to me just as red shorts? Red shorts? Yes. All right. So this is what happened. So it's freshman year and me. I'm a sophomore. So she's a sophomore. I'm a freshman. And it was me, um, my bo- my roommate, Rocco. And then we had this other kid that Rocco met at orientation. You know, this is when we were all like trying to figure out people and like the townhouses at Pace were still like fun where it was like the red solo cup rule. So as long as your drinks were in a red solo cup, no one cared because technically they can't Mm -hmm. tell what it was. So we were freshmen and like we were pregame off of like a six pack and be like lit, like six pack was hitting us hard. So we, we go, so we go to the townhouses and I think met you before I met you. I think that's how I knew you were red shorts. Yeah. I met him in North. Right. So, and supposedly to his statement, you guys, flirted so meanwhile <laughs> i yeah. had a boyfriend i probably was really friendly because that's just me but i had a boyfriend so you were known as red shorts because that's the short color you, you were wearing when you met him so we go yeah. up to oh me so we go up to the townhouses and like your ex was a lacrosse player so we you know we're walking around the houses and we see the lax house and he's like yo bro like yo there's red shorts i'm like <laughs> okay let's go let's go meet her so we walk up and he like goes up to Jenna and he's like, hey, what's up? Like, how are you? And she's like, oh my God, how are you? He's like, oh, these are my friends. Like, this is Rocco. And he's like, oh, this is my friend John. I'm like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And then your ex comes over and goes, yo, bro, why are you guys talking to my girlfriend? And we're like, dude, like, we literally just said hi to Protective. Us. And then like, things just got real weird because you stopped talking. Oh my God. And then. I love stirring the pot. I think it took a couple, I think it took like another like couple weeks before um we became friends with like your group me when you weren't like you became no you were really close with Kristen. me and Kristen became really close me and you were more it was more of just like a i know you you know me we're friends with Mm -hmm. the same people what's up and then it didn't it didn't take it took until geez when did when did we become we became closer before that summer because we became we we started talking because when when my ex and I broke up for like that month during Thanksgiving. Oh my God, when we went out, we went to the same bar. Yeah, we were, t- you were like giving me advice and I was giving you advice about like your ex. Oh yeah, because me and my ex broke up junior year for like a month. And like, yeah. But then like we wouldn't talk again. No, like we it. would literally like oh, go back and forth with like deep combos and then like we wouldn't speak. Yeah, so what it was is uh, it was Thanksgiving Eve and like you know how everyone goes out for like Thanksgiving Eve? Oh my God, you met us out. So we were in Pearl River. <laughs> New York, shout out to my hometown. Remember, I waited online for like an hour, yep. and you were just. Staring. I was about to say you probably waited online. Oh my god! Yeah, so who bad. dedication? So then I got into the bar, and then your guy friends—they're all looking at me like, "Oh, wait!" They all were like, "What the hell?" Staring, and like, literally looked like they were concerned. And I was like, "He's literally my friend." Like, literally, it, there was you know it, it was like, almost like they were like trying to like make more drama of it than it needed to be i mean i guess on the outside it did look weird like you know like a good looking guy is coming to the bar to meet me but like it was not like that but oh my god 
And then the next day, we literally just said, like, oh, happy Thanksgiving. And then that was it. Silence. <laughs> Silence. Like, didn't did talk about anything, like, I don't know, for anything personal, but like, anything deep like, for, like, another like, year and a half. It, it just yeah, went until out. we both Again. went through a breakup and we're single. And, like, we just, like, yeah, we started, like, talking about it. Because I think like, what it was is I reached out to – I think I reached out to Kristen or Katie and, like, told them what was going on. They're like, you know who also like is recently single? Jenna. And I was like, oh, let's just stir this. Whole... I was like, let's just stir this yeah. pot up again. Yeah. And now here we are, what, three years later? Yeah. So this is interesting. It sounds like you guys would only really talk to each other when you were single going or like recently going through some shit or yeah. in like a little break. So were you two little like little canoodling, cannabaling, something, something? What was going no. on? Oh. Nothing. Is no. that what was going on in your minds? No, no. I mean, I mean, I'll put it out there. Like Jenna's obviously attractive. Like, yeah, but like, at that, but it <laughs> wasn't. Don't. It wasn't like that at all. It was strictly just like, you know, advice. Like we were literally just like bouncing ideas mm-hmm. off each other. Like just checking mm-hmm. in on one okay. another. And then after, like, you know, obviously that went off for like a month, and then it turned into more of like just checking into each other. Just, just like, oh, like we're kind of like really good friends now, you know? So yeah, we used to text each other like. What's your what mental state are you at today oh from zero to ten? So like that's literally that. what we would do every single day. And like the best part <laughs> so was like weird. it was like sometimes it'd be like zero. Aww. It'd be like she's like Jenna was like having like a really bad day with like work and like going through. She'd be like zero. I'd be like, all right, well here for you. And like we wouldn't talk for like a day, like day or two days. And then she texted yeah. me like, all right, what's your mental health? And I'd be like, like a four. She'd be like, oh okay, we're making progress. And then like a day later, <laughs> what are you at? It's like all right, we're back to a two. It's like oh god, here we go. So it was like, Wait, that's really literally, cute. yeah, but like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like anything like, you know, in that way. It was just more just like, all right, like, it was never like romantic. I was just like checking in each other. And then eventually yeah. once we both got to the point where it was like, all right, let's like get back on our boss ass shit. Um, yeah. It turned into, a, instead of like, you know, asking people about like their mental health, it's just like, you know, like, how's your day going? And then it just turned into like, yeah. just, you know, just basically just being friends and stuff. And people from college just can't grasp like that we're friends like they 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 thought the whole time that like something secret was going on and i'm like really no yeah oh yeah so bad like people would always be like yo you're like you talk to jenna i'm like yeah why they're like you guys like (laughs) talking i'm like like yeah we talked like no like you guys like talk i'm like no no i feel like john and i are such we're so different we're like so similar but so different that we i don't even think we would get along if we were dating no I think I think you never know. Like I think we would try. literally kill each other. I think yeah. I think it's Thoughts. we both have a good understanding of one another. But I think yeah. like I understand how Jenna is and she understands how I am. But us meshing together, it wouldn't work because we both. I think we both want two different things. So even yeah. though like our connection is great, if we were together, it'd be oh my god, brutal. I agree. Wow. All right. So there it is. Just friends. John is single he's on the market ladies slide in his dms or slide in our dms and we'll like we'll set it up for you my dms are open so <laughs> they're always they're, <laughs> love no shame always open. do you use no dating shame. apps like hinge or bumble or whatever the whatever the so, crazy kids use these days okay so i use them but i feel like personally there's never going to be a real connection off of it I feel like people use those stuff for just the validation of, oh, four people found me attracted today, you know? Wow. I'll be I'll be on it and like I'll get a like and I'll be like, 
oh, this is like for that quick second, it's like, oh my God, someone liked me. And then like you click their profile, and like I'm very picky. And like I'll see them, like, all right, she's an attractive girl, but like definitely not my type. I'm just like, yep, I'm going to click X. And then I just put my, I just never check it again, you know? Even if I do, like, you know, I'm like, all right, screw it. I'll just like message them. I feel like the conversation goes like two or three places. And I'm like, yeah, I'm bored. I'm like, all right, this is great. Thanks for finding me attractive. I found you attractive. Let's just move on. And then it's just like, all right, I'm match, you know? Yeah. Thanks for the ego boost. <laughs> That's interesting. All right. So let's get to know you a little bit. These are going to be a little spitfire. What's your full name? <laughs> John Michael Kukora. Wait, did I know your middle name was Michael? I don't think so. I would, ho- I would hope so. Oh, I don't. Oh, shit. Sorry. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, when's your birthday? May 12th, 1995. That means we're, oh yeah, we're a day God. apart. Well, well exactly a year that? and a day. We're both Tauruses. That's why we get along. Wait, Jenna, what time were you born at? 222. 125. Ooh. Wow. Love. I'm a big fan of this. Mm. And what do you do for a living? (laughs) Uh, So I currently work for my family company. We are teleprompter manufacturers and teleprompter um, operators. So if anyone doesn't know what a teleprompter is, you know an anchorman when Will, uh, when Will Ferrell, you know, he says, uh, F you, San Diego, that's, that's, that's what we do. We sit there and we scroll <laughs> the scripts and they read it. So any talent that can't remember their lines, they call us. So that's what I currently do for a living. I feel like it's a cool job. That. Like you, you've yeah, had a, folks. you've had, um, yeah, I was going to say you've had a pretty cool experience like this year with traveling around, like especially during the um, election and stuff. You were like at every... Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was rally rally. I was at pretty much, I don't know how many rallies I was at, but I was gone from my own home for like a month and a half. So I was literally just in hotels and then that gave me the ability to post some thirst traps. Um, yeah, so that that (laughs) answers my question because I texted Jenna like a couple months ago and I said to her, what's going on with John? He's always in a different hotel room with a new suit on posting these selfies fire flame selfies in the bathroom mirror yeah so thirst trap great way to (laughs) great way to describe it so the first one i posted was just because i don't know i was just like all right first time putting a suit on in like a while yeah so um i took a picture i posted it and here's the thing too like so my like i said my dms are always open like i got a lot of dms off of it and like again but it wasn't it wasn't like like it was like people like either like like you know putting the emojis on it or like some people like commenting. And I was like, huh, okay, like that's cool. And then like a, it, I, like a week later, I was in a different state, so I was like, all right, let me just post one again. And then people commented like, dude, like why are you in like why were you in North Carolina <laughs> and now you're like halfway across the country? And I was like, oh, like, this is my job. And then I don't know what it was, but I was in one state on Friday, and then Sunday I was in a different state. So I posted one Friday, and then I was in another state on Sunday. And there was like this, there was just a lamp next to the mirror. And I was like, well, if I'm going to post these like all the time, because I'm always traveling, let's just make them creative. So then I started posting one with props. So I started, I had like a lamp in one. I had like the mattress in another. I had every hotel, sh- uh, every hotel uh, towel involved in it. So I just, That's I so I just, funny. I just thought it was funny. Around and just posting different locations. I love that it became a trend for you. Like it just a... Uh... You know, people have their little thing on Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. if people are really into cooking or whatever, posting their outfits every weekend. Yeah. For John, it was his hot bathroom 
suit selfie. <laughs> yes. He needs a hashtag. <laughs> a lot of my friends, like, uh, would comment, be like, dude, I look forward to these. Like, I'm so curious, like, what you're going to post next with. And, like, the top See? one I got, the top one I got credit for was I pulled the entire mattress off of the bed. It was a queen mattress, and I dragged it into the bathroom and put it behind me. And a lot of people commented, like, dude, your dedication right now is unreal to this. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm going to just... I'm only going to do this part like once in my life. So I'm just going to keep doing it. So, yeah. Well, speaking of that though, Nicolette, I know you work with some famous people though. So who are the most, let's go, let's go back and forth on this. Who's the most famous person that you have ever met and worked with? Most famous? Fam- that to you, like to you personally. So, but so to me, the most famous person I've worked with, I would probably say Taylor Swift because I like idolize her. But I already answered this on a different episode, but Bon Jovi, I had an artist wrangle once and I feel like he's a legend. So I feel like he trumps Taylor Swift in a way. But yeah, what about you? Most famous person I've ever worked with was the president of the United States. I know, I know everyone like it's the whole election and like, oh my yeah. God, I hate him stuff. Yeah. But end of the day, like regardless of who the president was, like I, st- I worked with the president, you know? Yeah, so yeah. To me, that's sick. Even if I, if I liked who the president was or didn't like who it was, like I still mm-hmm. would be like, wow, like I'm working with the leader of the free world, you know? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I don't have any experience. I met Billy Ray Cyrus once. <laughs> <laughs> he said that. Oh, and Bozzy. <laughs> well, I was going to say the coolest experience I ever had was Eva Longoria called me cute. Ooh. What it was, was that she was, re- she was at, so we, I would do shoots for like L'Oreal and they're doing like an award ceremony where the cool thing about that is that they honor people that like do stuff for the community and like, people that really put themselves out there. So do like volunteer work and like on the end of it, like they reward them, you know, like for being like the woman of the year. And like, it's mostly people that like do like charity work, for, like, or taking like foster homes and stuff like that. So we're at a award show and because she's one of the spokespeople for it, I was her prompter operator. So like she was rehearsing and like she stepped away. So I was like, all right, I'm going to step away. And then I hear over the microphone, I need the cute teleprompter guy back. And I was like, Oh God, I was like, Oh God. So sprinted back to my job and, that's to the, to this day. John, you should never have confidence issues after that. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Does he have confidence issues? I don't think so. I don't know, John. Do you have confidence issues? It's, yeah, a little bit. Hmm? Yeah, a little bit. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> My heart. Wait, He's literally going to get wiped up after this episode. I, I know. It's, here's the thing. It's like, I'm a really bad overthinker. And like, Jenna knows this. Like, I stress out over the littlest things. And I'm, I'm not really, so like, it's so like, all right, so, so I'm like at a bar and like, I'm talking to like a group of like people and like, there's a girl there and like, if like, we're talking like just in a group, like no problem, easily talk to her. It's just like that initial, like, if I had to go to a girl by myself, oh my God, I, I just, it's like, what do you say? You know, like, I'll walk do you have to, a like, pickup line? Do you have like your go-to? Personally, I never really like go up to like girls. I have know? a story just, about you. Story. Oh God, I'm scared. I'm not going to mention <laughs> who it is, although she's going to know when she listens to this because she listens to the podcast. Oh, but boy. Oh my God. Do you I mean, remember? I know, I know exactly what you're talking Senior about. Senior year. Oh. Wait, that was, all right. Without that was names, savage. So we're in, we're in Pauly's, which was literally heaven on earth for Page University. And we're sitting there and like, we're all having a good night, you know, we're, and I see two of my buddies over talking to two girls. And I'm just watching from afar and I see them like all laughing to each other. I'm like, all right, let me go walk over. So I walk in on the conversation and the conversation was them just being like stupid. Like these two girls, like best friends are like, you guys won't make out with each other. Like just like stupid shit, you know? 
So they're like, yeah, you guys won't make out. And the girl's like laughing, whatever. So one of my buddies goes to one girl and goes, how about this? You make out with me. And then uh, my, the other kid will make out with you. So I walked in on this conversation. So I knew one of my friends was definitely going to hook up with this other girl because they have in the past. And I see the other girl talking to my other friend. And she's like, she's looking at him. And I literally go like, I like go next to her ear. And like, again, I've never tossed this girl in my entire life. Like never. And I go into her ear. I go, the easiest way to not make out with him is to make out with me. And, and it happened. And it happened. <laughs> and she literally looks at me and goes, you're right. And like grabbed my face and made out with me. <laughs> and the rest what? is history. But like, see, like that was with a group of people walking into. But if she was by herself, no shot. I say that. It's just like so crazy to me because I feel like on the outsides for someone who doesn't know you, they would probably look at you and be like, that guy, one, has a shit together and two, is confident. Just just from the outside, like looks wise. But you are like very shy in certain settings and like introverted in uh, certain settings. But you wouldn't you wouldn't think that. I'm shy until I get to know someone. So like, it's that initial like introduction where I'm just kind of like. I guess like I hold back a little bit and I'm like, I'm just like, I over, cause I think it's, I think I overthink what people think about me. So I'm in the mentality where I just, I feel like if I just go talk to someone, it's going to be easy. I'm, I'm, my mindset is I'm 100% going to get rejected right away instead of it being like a 50, 50 type of thing. So I'll just be like, all right, I'm just, I'm not going to do it. Cause like, I don't know, you know? You know, what's interesting. I feel like a lot of good looking guys aren't as confident as you think they would be. All of my girlfriends met a bunch of the guys from Hermosa and, that's I don't know if you know John, but that's like Keith's group of guy friends from California, and they're all good looking guys. Like all of them are super good looking. And my girlfriends were like nervous to meet them because they thought that they would be, you know, a typical hot guy, like an asshole and cocky and whatever. And they were all so sweet, so genuine, buying everyone drinks and just being really, really nice. And they didn't expect that from them. And like on the other side, me knowing that a lot of them personally, they're not as confident and cocky as you would think, you know. It is weird. My mentality when I go out to the bar and I, I told some of my friends about this because like I have some friends that they go out and their mentality is got to find a girl. Like that's their whole mm-hmm. their whole plan. They go out like, all right, that's it. I got to find a girl. My whole plan when I go out is I'm going out with my friends. I want to have a good time with my friends. If a conversation comes up, it comes up. If there's someone there that I want to talk to, I'll talk to them. But my whole men- mentality is I'm going to go out. I'm going to have fun with my friends. And whatever happens after that happens. But my whole goal is just to go out and have fun with them. So... You know, I'm not going to force myself to go talk to someone unless, you know, because that's just not who I am. There'll be times where I'm at a bar and, like, I'll make eye contact with someone, which eye contact to me. But, like, so a lot of guys, they see eye contact, like, oh, my God, the girl wants me. Like, eye contact could easily just be, like, she just happened to look that way, saw you, and yeah. her friends, you know? <laughs> guys just think that everyone just wants them. My mentality is, like, even if the girl's, like, just, even if like, the girl's blatantly staring at me, I'll be, like, oh, she just happened to look over and, like, you know, I'm just going to keep, you know, just right. talking to my friends. Now, can I say something, and and you can tell me after if you want this in or not, but I feel like you automa- your mind automatically goes there because you are genuinely scared of just any type of rejection. Um, but isn't everyone? I'm not. Well, no. Well, so, so in certain in certain circumstances, but I feel like in general, like you're not as ballsy to like go up to somebody because you're scared of you're automatically scared of the rejection, like confidence or not. It's just like that. Being turned, being shut down is like, you could say, you could tell me I'm wrong. No, I think you're, you're right. I mean, I know I'm awkward. Like I, I'll, I'll say it right out. I'm, I'm an awkward person. So I'll just be like, if I get to the point where like, sorry, if I go out to someone, I'll talk to them. And like, I could, if I could tell it's awkward, 
I'll let it show like instantly. Mm-hmm. I'll let it show and like it'll just plug my mind and like so I won't be able to just be like the person where, like all right, let me just work my way out of it. Um, but no, I, I agree with that one hundred percent. Like that's I mean I have a I have friends that don't care about rejection. They're like all right, screw it. Like I'm I'm boss whatever. I'm gonna go talk to this girl either she's she's gonna find me hot or not and move on. So I mean I wow. do envy I do envy them to a certain point because mm-hmm. I'm like yeah you guys go out and talk to whoever you want to talk to, but I feel like it's. It depends on the situation because, like, in the work field, like, I go out and meet new people every single day with my job. I have no problem starting a conversation with them, but that's because I know it's just work, you know? Like, there's no – the goal is just, you know, I'm just working, you know? But, like, yeah. when you go out, I feel like it's just, like, heightened to a point where everyone's, like – especially because, like, if you go out with certain friends and, say, certain people, like, you know what they're – you know, they're going out and, like, oh, yeah, we're going to go meet some girls. Like, every guy in pregame is, like, oh, yeah, we're going to drink. We're going to go out. We're going to find some hot-ass girls. I'm like, yeah, it's like, why can't we just like go out and just like hang out? If it happens, it happens. Yeah. I think you have separate issues if you're going out and like a successful night is bringing a girl home or like. But it's also like, like, it depends that I feel like on what age you're at as well. Like, I feel like that was such a common thing, especially in college. Here's my thing, though. When John would find a girl that he like connected with, she would fall in love with him. And he's so damn picky, rightfully so, that he would end up hurting them. No, John, uh, but, but not like, purposely. Okay. Like, but like okay. you do. Okay. You, I don't know if you even realize this, but you do such like little sweet gestures that a n- typical guy would not do. Don't even. I will call you out on this. All right, that's fine. That's fine. No, no, that, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No, that's fine. That's true. But think about that. This, the little <laughs> gestures that I do. Aren't certain shouldn't be that big of a thing, but it is in today's world. Okay, can I example, please? He was talking to a girl this summer, and for like their first like real date, because originally they were just hanging out like in a group setting. Mm -hmm. Their first like real date, you got flowers, you set up like a little car picnic, right? Who does that these days? If if that was me, I'd fall in love in this on the spot. That's an extreme first date. It's very over the top and it's very nice. All right, but okay, but here's the thing: like, it wasn't my intentions weren't. I'm not going to date this girl. Like, it was like, all right, I'm going to give this girl a shot. So obviously, I'm going to do what you're supposed to do. You know, it's not like I don't go out. I don't go out and have the mindset this is going to end. So, but I'm going to do whatever I need to do. Like, my mentality is never this is going to end. It's all right. Let's see where it goes. But I'm still going to do the right things. And Mm. here's the thing too: is I might get crap for this, but guys don't do what they should do. If you went back 60 Mm -hmm. years ago. Like, opening yeah. a car door for a girl was, like, just common knowledge. Like, mm-hmm. right, yeah, yeah. open the door for her. Now it's, like, a girl a girl gets the door open. It's, like, oh, my God, this is the best guy in the world. Like, no. It's so unfortunate, though, because it, it is true. I mean, I feel like you don't really see mannerisms in guys like like you used to. You know what I mean? But it's – but, like, that's – but I feel like that's the issue is that I'll do things that, to me – because I, I watch how my dad treats my mom. And, like, mm-hmm. that's how I'll look at how you're supposed to treat a woman. You know, my dad would literally do anything for my mom the way he is. Like, that's who he was. You know, he will he'll go out of his way to, like, in the morning. Like, my dad is, they've been married for, what was it, 86? So that's, what, 34 years, right? Is that the right math? Yeah, 34 years. My dad sure. will still write my mom notes every single morning on the kitchen table. Oh. So that, like, that's, so that's what I grew up in. So, like, right. little gestures here and there. To me, it's just like, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. But then you, you'll meet right. a girl who has had a douchebag in the past. Exactly. You didn't do anything for her. And then I do one little small thing. It's, oh, my God, it's because I'm <laughs> me. 
Yeah. I'm like, no, it's just, but it's, it's just me being a genuine good guy, you know? Yeah, but it definitely, like, I feel like gets you in trouble because, like you said, girls aren't really, like, used to that type of attitude. Right, but that's not really my, that's not really my fault, though. How is that my fault? I don't know. Maybe, like, be a dick. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There aren't a lot of John Kukoras left in the world. No, there's not. Am I supposed to just be like, oh, I'm just being an asshole to her? Like, maybe. No, maybe I'm, that's no, why. I'm not. Maybe say- that's why I'm, I'm not saying that. Maybe but that's I just I'm know saying. that. Yeah, right. I just know that girls like overthink those little gestures, or at least I do, right? Like, mm-hmm. so that that's the only reason why. I, no, yeah, I think I think all girls do. I mean, yeah, looking. Every single it's- girl literally like loves you, who they, who like hooks up with you. I think every girl would dream of that as like their first like perfect date. Yeah, exactly. And to you, you were like, oh, this is, like, just a normal first date. Like, this is a, a proper thing to do. Right. Exactly. The first, like, real date was Battle Flowers. Then I, I packed a bag with a, a sheet, a, a speaker, and then we went to our favorite pizza spot, got pe- uh, pizza, and then we ate it on the beach. Popped so, a like, bottle of like, wine or whatever you guys were drinking. Like, I... Oh, yeah, we did drink wine. We did drink wine. And then the, sec- and then the second date was we got, went... It's the same location, but we sat in the back of my car, opened the trunk, and watched the movie. So, like, like okay, wait. Like, see, you're giving me that, but you're giving me that look. But, like, yes, most guys don't do that. But to me, I was just like, all right, that's just like taking a girl on a date. Yeah. But this is, but I'm just saying that's, I feel like that's why so many girls fall for you pretty fast. Fall hard. Yeah. That's not my, that's not my fault. How's that my fault? Well, just, I don't, just, you know. What, just don't be a just dick. Don't I'm pretty sure I even said that to you. <laughs> Just maybe forget the flowers I, next no, time. You know <laughs> I'm what? Kidding. I think he should keep no it up. keep being I think yourself. That's the right thing to do. Yeah, and I think eventually you'll do all those amazing first dates, and it'll actually be the right person. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm just I'm very I would say I'm very picky, and I, I get into my head too much. So I'll let you know I'll I'll dive into like late night thoughts myself, which you know it's that's always a terrible thing to do, but I'll get so into my head where I'm just like. I don't know. I, I'll give people chances, which I'm, I'm open to giving people chances, but then eventually I hit, like, I guess to myself, I hit a wall, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, whether it's me thinking, like, just either career-wise, life-wise, or, you know, whatever, I'll hit a wall, and then I'll just be like, all right, like, I could tell that I'm not going to be able to give you what you want, so it's better if I walk away because you deserve more than what I can give you right now. Mm-hmm. Where are you at right now? Like, are you happy? <laughs> Me and John, we both just smiled and smirked at each other at the same exact time. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, John, you're single. Do you want to be in a relationship? Do you want to stay single? What are, What's your vibe? Yeah, John, where are you at right now? Um, so I'm open to another relationship. I am open to it. Um, but it would have to be. Someone special. You need someone who's going to change your mind about. Yeah. I'm very picky when it comes to girls. That's just always how I am. Cause in what know, way I don't have, I don't have that whole entire like boy attitude. Like mm-hmm. if we go on a date, like the next day I'm probably going to text Jenna and be like, all right, so like, this is the wedding details. Like <laughs> this is what's going to happen. So like it has to, it, like, that's just, that's, that's just how crazy I am. So I'm single. I'm open to relationships. I'm not. I mean, it's not like I'm looking for it's one. It's got to fall into your lap. But if the lap. right girl would have come and changed my mind on that, then I'm definitely open to it. Yeah. I feel like that's like how I am. Right. Not to bring it on to me. But um, I feel like that's how I am too. Like I'm really picky. Like I feel like I like to observe how people act 
in like certain situations and like that's what I find like attractive in people does that make sense I feel like that's the healthiest way to be like you shouldn't be on the hunt for a boyfriend or a girlfriend I feel like you yeah. need to just be like I'm open to dating I want to date and hopefully the right person navigates themselves to me yeah should I give John my his my update now live oh yeah on gym boy yes John I didn't tell you this on purpose to save it for the freaking pod wait gym boy Jim Boy, remember? is this the one you is this the one you told me about? Yes, the one I sent you screenshots, and I was like, "Tell me if he's gay or not." <laughs> All right, so okay, so when he had sent me a the list of recommendations, there was this one restaurant that I ended up going to with this girl a few weekends ago. So I ate there. I texted him the next day, and I was like, "Hey, try that place." It was called Row. I said, try that place, Row, that you recommended. It was really good. Pressure's on for the rest of your recommendations. Mm. No answer, right? Oh. So I'm like, all right, I'll go f- myself. But whatever, it's fine. I see him at the gym the next day. He waves like like nothing. And I'm like, I'm now I'm just like, wait. Like, I have, I'm yeah. so confused. But I'm like, all right, whatever. So I wake up. I, I, I worked the last three nights. And I wake up and I see his name on my phone. Ten Days later, this bastard answers. Ten days. Going, oh my God, I'm so happy to hear. What did you get? Are you kidding me? Ten days. I didn't answer. (laughs) All right, can I just say one thing though? He has a girlfriend. No, but remember how I told, okay. Remember how I told you though, my iPhone like randomly, I'm not getting messages. Yeah. (laughs) Are you saying I ignored him? For no reason. There's no way. John, 10 no, days, 10 literal days. Just, but no. then it's like, why would you but do a follow-up question? Yeah. No, no, exactly. Well, one, here's here's the thing too. One, it could have been he didn't, like, that thing happened. But also too, like, I feel like if he wanted to talk to you, he would have at least checked your name before 10 days. Right. Like, he hearted my text and then responded. Oh, he hearted it? I missed that part. He hearted it he, and then he responded. He hearted it, waited 10 days, and then followed up with a question. No, 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 no. He hard it and responded in the same day, in oh, the same moment. Okay. Yeah. 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 My real take on that is he was, he was with his girlfriend. <laughs> He's lonely. Yeah. He like reached out to you because whatever he had going on didn't work out. That's my mentality. I mean, the I truth. Just, like freaking, sh- yeah. I mean, I just didn't answer because I was like, I don't no. have time for that. I wouldn't answer someone if they took 10 days. No, you can, now you can get I was like, days. I'm going to be that meme that like people show you on like him. on Tinder. I'm like, that's the balls me. on him to answer 10 days yeah, later. Yeah, and not even That's what like, I'm saying. And not even acknowledging that it was 10 days later. Not even being like, oh, sorry. I totally. Oh, sorry. I read this and I totally forgot <laughs> to answer. He just straight up like. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even acknowledge like casual and then proceeds to ask me what i ordered i'm sorry what (laughs) and also too but like can we get real quick like whoever actually reads a text and forgets to answer me but i do it to you sometimes john i'll be like oh so sorry i thought i answered this but but 10 days no no that doesn't happen it'll be like a day if you're interested in someone you don't forget to answer them Yes. That's what I was going to say. Like, Janet, like, I don't care if, like, you, you cannot answer me for, like, two weeks. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, like, if you're actively trying to talk to someone and they don't, they for, no one's going to forget to answer. Like, even if they forgot to answer, it would be a couple hours. Like, there's no way, like, they'll be, like, yeah, okay, maybe I'll, I won't see a text. But, like, I'll be, like, within a couple hours, like, why the fuck is this person not texting me? Right. Yeah. You know? And then I'll so look at weird. Like, oh, I never, I never opened the message. Or Wait, so that's a good question for John, then, because now that we're talking about this. So, texting. When girls are texting guys and they're, you know, everyone's thinking 
if they wait an hour, I got to wait an hour. If they wait 45 minutes, I got to wait for it. What's your take on that? I mean, no. What, what are we doing yeah. here? Like, it's we, games. Four years old? It's games. And so, like you were saying, if a guy is truly into a girl, he's going to respond in a timely manner. Like, he's not going to take a day to respond. He's not going to take, like, 10 days to respond. They're going to answer. And I, and unless a guy is literally sitting, unless a guy's playing Xbox, like, <laughs> all right, you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait till the round ends, you know? So, like, give yourself 10, 15 minutes. But <laughs> the whole, like, oh, she took an hour to respond, so I'm going to take an hour yeah. and 15 to respond. Like, all you're doing, in my mind, all you're doing is letting them find someone else in that time. Wow. Yeah. Say you're talking to someone, right? But you're also kind of talking to other people. Like, there's other people. Like, you're more interested in person one, mm-hmm. but person two and three are texting you. If you're getting more responses from two and three in a timely manner, you're going to eventually keep talking to them. Yeah. And then person one just going to go away because, I mean, we're all not idiots. If someone's not going to – we're millennials and we all have our phone mm-hmm. in our hand. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way, like, you respond to my text and then just didn't answer me for an hour unless you're, like, legit doing something, which, yeah, people have lives, you know? Yeah. Like, nine to five, whatever it is. Okay, I don't expect an answer then, but, like, come on. I agree. Have you ever gone through a girl's phone? No, I've never gone through a text. Nope. Jenna, have you? Mm-mm. <laughs> have you gone through a guy's phone? Oh, yeah. She had to. I had well, to. It's a good thing that she did. That's my. That's what I got to say. I want to hear your opinion on this. If you have a gut feeling, like if you're dating someone and you're like, they're just not acting right, my gut is telling me something is up, would you snoop? I would not snoop. Um, I would never. I'm never going to go through someone's phone. My mentality with that stuff is... If someone's going to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you. You can't control yeah. that. But you got to know the so truth. So for you to. Wait, but here's gonna... my thing. Obviously, it's a red flag. The fact that you feel, feel the, the need, need to check a phone. Mm-hmm. However, the second you, the second people. You through someone's yeah, phone, but it's not real until you fe- until you see something. Because nine out of ten times, no one's going to admit. Oh, yeah, I cheated on you. Yeah. Okay. But here you know what I mean? Okay. But, but quickly. <laughs> The relationships, the second you have that thought, the relationship's over because then you have no trust. Yeah, but who's actually strong enough, especially depending what age you are, to literally walk away from just that gut feeling? I agree with John. No one. Saying. No one. I agree what you're saying. Like once the trust is gone, that's it. It's over. But no, I agree that the once it's girls, gone, it's gone. But no one no one walks away. A lot of people girls stay. are too weak to walk away until they yes. see it. They have yes. to see it. Yes. And then they're like, okay. We're very, very, people deny, 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 deny yes. until you show them. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing too. Like, so, so you go through the phone. You find nothing. Now, what does that solve? I have trust issues. Yeah, that's that's yes. not good. That that's that good. just that's just when you realize you need to to be more self aware. Now, I'm with someone that I don't trust, which I have no reason to not yeah. trust. Yeah, and you just like yeah. found out all their like business, like read all their texts. But okay, so I, I now I have to explain myself, even though I already talked about this. I think in a previous episode, this guy that I was with, he like. One time he was like, oh, you left your underwear here. And they were not my underwear. Like, I was in his bed and, like, on the nightstand were somebody's earrings that weren't mine. Like, it was, like, in-your-face things that he would, like, find an excuse and he was a really good liar. So I needed to see it. Once I saw it, I was like, see ya. That's, okay. But That's fair. Wasn't the, wouldn't the pr- yeah, but why would you have to go through his phone if he texted you or these yours and they're not yours? Because he denied. Yeah, he's able to, like, make up these lies. He was trying to manipulate and be like, no, it's your underwear. I know. John's making the duh face. But a lot of girls are too weak. Are you kidding me? I know, but quote unquote love is blind. Yes. Oh, it is. And and it just, 
Jenna, you remember at that time, I was so weak. This was like six years ago. You were so weak. But that was like your first relationship, real relationship after your your high school, college one. So like, you know, we had a lot of room to grow. Mm -hmm. What, John? What are your thoughts? He has thoughts. I want to talk about the thing that love is blind because I 100% agree with that. Because think think about this, right? Your friend comes to you with with an issue, right? You easily 1000% solve it. You tell them the exact right thing, like 100%. Like you come to me with advice, I give you the straight, hard, cold facts advice, right? I'm 100% I could answer that question. And then I'm by myself. The same situation happens to myself. <laughs> I can't process what to do. Right. Because you yourself can't understand yeah, it. But like, exactly. Yeah. So your friend, my, like I'm in my friend group, I'm the person that people come to with like girl advice, like they need help. Like they'll text me and be like, yo, bro, like what's this? And I'll easily blatantly be able to give them the advice of what to do. This is what's going on. Yada, 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 yada. And then like, because I'm just mentally just a freak, I'll look at their text and I'll look at their text. Right. And I'll put myself in the situation and be like, yeah, like dude, like you should do that too. But then the second that now it comes on me, I'm just like, it looks to me, it's like a different language. Like what am I supposed to do here? Like, I don't yeah. Know I agree. You know, like it sucks. Like when you're in the position, you let your heart come involved. Even though you're, even though my mind is telling me yeah. what to do, mm-hmm. there's always that part of me. And I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know if I could do it. You know? There's like this period of time after you break up with someone where you're so weak and you're so heartbroken that you would do anything to not feel heartbroken, that you would get back with mm-hmm. someone, even if it was very unhealthy and not a good long-term decision for yourself. And you need friends like John and like Jenna and me to tell you <laughs> to stay strong <laughs> yeah you know i mean john that's how we became good friends because we both yeah. bounced ideas and thoughts off each other so when you're going through a breakup my advice for the world that's listening hmm. don't just keep stuff into your head like talk it out like feel everything you're feeling talk to someone about it and also realize what your friend is saying and i know it's the hardest thing to do but look at it as a third party right like try to remove yourself from the situation Try to look as if my best friend was going through this. What advice would I give them? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, your advice is going to be let this person go. They're a piece. They're a piece of crap. Walk away from them. And I know it I mean it's impossible to, you know, in that moment you're feeling like I can't walk away. But if you need to just drill in your head, you know, like just this person is definitely not good for me. I would tell my friends to walk away. I need to try to listen to myself and also listen to what they're telling me. If you've gotten to a point in a relationship with someone where you've broken up, there's clearly a reason. So you have to like ride it out. Yeah. And there could be like a certain time period in between a breakup where like then maybe after that it would be like appropriate to get Mm -hmm. back with your ex depending on like the situation and why it ended. But there's such a fine line between going back to what's comfortable for you and going back to what's actually meant for you. Like John, like you had gone back to your ex before. Yeah. From out of you know comfort and just being like well we already gave so much time to each other like let's try it again you know what I mean yeah whereas I don't think that you would do that now if the same situation occurred right yeah because I mean I'm, I'm more removed from it so obviously now like hindsight's twenty twenty. so now I know exactly how I feel now and like now I know more details about the breakup mm-hmm. but yeah I mean comfort does play a thing and like I feel like some people look at it as like oh I spent this many did I really waste this much time to not be with this person. But my thing that I've, you know, uh, I've read stuff and I look up stuff on, you know, Instagram. And one of the, one of the things I've, that one of the things that really stuck with me with when it comes to like breakups is everyone has a favorite book, right? You all have a favorite book. You all, you all have a favorite movie. 
And no matter how many times you read that book and how many times you watch that movie, it's going to end the same way. Mm. It's going to end the same way. So if you broke up with someone and you want to get back together and you think, oh, this is going to solve all the issues, the problems you had in that first part of the relationship that now there's the breakup, they're still going to be there. If you can... Unless, like, something dramatic changes in that person. Mm-hmm. Which, again, you don't want to really change a person in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. You, know, like, you don't go into a relationship being like, I'm going to change this person. Or after a breakup, all right, they're going to have to change for me. If you're at a point in a relationship where you have to change yourself or you're asking someone to change for you, get out of the relationship. Because the right person out there is going to look at you and go, I know you for who you are. I accept you for who you are. How you are is how you are. And that's who I want to be with. I'm not going to make you change. Mm-hmm. And the greatest thing I ever heard was um, Will Smith was talking about Jada Smith. And this is when they first originally started talking to each other. And there was a point in time where she came up to him and was like, well, like, you know, you're, you're, you're my source of happiness. Like, I can't not be with you and stuff like that. And he literally looked at her and said, I'm breaking up with you. She's like, what do you mean? Like, why are you breaking up with me? He was like, your happiness can't come from me. Yeah. He was like, I don't need you to change who you are to be with me. He goes, if you're not happy with yourself and you feel like you need to change to be with me, then I can't be with you. You need to be okay with yourself. And then I need to be okay with who you are. Same way you need to be okay with me. You know, co- relationships are about complimenting someone. Mm-hmm. So if there's issues in a relationship and you break up with that person because someone doesn't mix, it's still going to be there later on. And if you got to force them to change and be someone different, it's not going to work. I resonate with that because I, you know, to get personal, but like I feel like that's what kind of happened with my ex. I feel like it's so important to have those like couple years of singleness, even if it's just a year or six months, especially from relationship to relationship. I feel like it's so important to find yourself because every time you're single, you kind of grow and change and mature and you learn. Like I don't regret any relationship or person I've dated or hooked up with or whatever, because it's all taught me something. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you guys would agree. Like every person you've been with, whether it was serious or not, it taught you something and you moved on from it and you might've been upset when it ended, but now you're okay. And you can look back and be like, Oh, I'm actually okay with that. That happened. And it's going to be blessing in disguises, man. They are blessing in disguises. And the mentality people should take is every loss is not a loss. It's a lesson. You know, a loss is a lesson. So if you are with someone and then it ends, learn from it because it ended because the person did something that you don't want in your future partner. So now you know exactly what you don't want. You know, if something went in your relationship that happened that you didn't like, okay, now you've learned what you want. So every breakup is actually just, so a breakup really is a break. Yes. It's a breakup for that relationship, but all it's doing to you is putting you one step closer to the right person. So if you look at it as in, you know, this isn't, it's a terrible thing. Yes. Of course a breakup happens. It hurts. It's probably the worst pain someone's going to go through because you know, yeah. you love this person and now you're not with them. But end of the day now it's pushing to the right person like my ex right when it, when we broke up you know, it hurt because that was my first love you know i knew her for i don't know four five six years so it hurt you know it was the worst pain i've ever felt and then as you get away from it okay she taught me something you know and i probably taught her something and there was things in the relationship that she did that i didn't enjoy there's also probably things that i did that she didn't enjoy you know and you know now she's with someone new which okay you know at the end of the day you know, whatever she did to me, fine. You know, I'm gonna, I'll deal with that myself. But, you know, if she's, if she's okay and she's fine and happy, okay, good. You know, you learned something from me. You also taught something from me. You know, we passed lives for a certain reason. Now we're going differently. She found someone that she wants to be with, whether they were still together or not. And if that's gonna be the one for her, okay, good for you. 
You know, that was the path with me. Now I learned something from her, what I learned for my next relationship. And then anyone I've been with after that, it's just lessons, you know, it's just teaching me, all right, this is something that you like from this person. Yeah. You're going to take that from that, this person. And now that's, now I'm basically, you're molding. I was just about to about say that. Relationship, you're kind of, yeah, you're molding the perfect person for yourself because you're learning what you like from this person and dislike. And now you're trying to find that in one person. But I think that's what makes it so hard to like date and find somebody right. these days People because you already know in your head yeah. yeah what you really want like the qualities that you need in order to like be happy mm-hmm. but it's like the, finding that perfect puzzle piece is so difficult especially now during a pandemic when people who are single like john and i like we can't really go and even meet people right now so everything is based off of an app which to me you know, like we kind of said in the beginning, is literally dumb. Yeah. I mean, I know there are relationships that happen out of it, but it's just like not my style, you know? So like it's, it's, I don't know. It's rough. Well, I mean, Nicola, how did you know that Keith was the one? I mean, I'm sure he, I mean, I think I'm sure with the point where you're. I mean, John, you know, have you, you are... seen the boy? Hey, Keithy. <laughs> it was so you know, funny. Look, you know what? I, hey, hey, I'll give him credit. Yeah, I'll give that guy credit because guys should be hyping up guys. Like, yo. Yeah. Keith, He's a good-looking guy. Wait, you know? yeah, he's so he's, he's, he's got his he's got his life cut together. So good Aww, for him. he does. Thanks, John, I'll pass it on to him since he hasn't listened. But um, <laughs> he also hypes up guys. Like he calls one of my girlfriends, like her, one of my girlfriend's boyfriends. He calls him a man rocket. He's like that kid's a stud. He's a man rocket. Like I love when guys hype up guys. Yeah, because girls do it. Oh my God, girls do it all the time. Like a girl will post a selfie and it'd be like, it'd be like a selfie of a foot, <laughs> and girls this. are like, "Oh my God, that's the best! That's the best foot I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life!" Like, go, girl! Yeah, girl power. And like, guys will post like a, like an Instagram story, and like guys will comment like, "Dude, you're you're you look like crap," like stuff like that. But like, you know, like to my, I'll hop my friends up like 100. percent Like if I see my friends in a bar and like they're talking to a hot girl, or whatever, I'll walk by and I'll give them a nice little pat in the back and keep walking. A little like, slap on the butt. We should hype each. Like we should hype. Yeah, but then you look back and you're like, is she looking at me? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Mrs. Diego. Oh, Mrs. Diego. (laughs) All right. So do you, I know I asked Ben this when we did the Ben episode, but do you think that there should be a period of time after a breakup, depending on how long the relationship is to one, get with somebody else and two, like to move on from. Like, I know there shouldn't be, like, a set rule book because everybody's different with how they process things. Like, I personally take a really long time to heal. I think Nicolette takes a long time to heal. But I feel like people jump to hook up with somebody so fast, and I just feel like, personally, it makes that person look bad. So here's my thing with that. Um, We live in a time that is a big hookup culture. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what we live in. You know, everyone here is the thing. The best way to get over someone is get under someone, you know? So I feel like some people, when they break up, um, when they go out to the bar, it's just like, it's more of just like, oh, screw this person, you know? And their friends are always hyping them up, like, yeah, dude, yada, 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 yada you're going to be with this girl. I think it all depends on the person. Um, is there a timeline to it? I mean, I don't think there's really a timeline. I think it's just, you know, it happens, it happens. But it doesn't mean you don't have respect for someone, you know? You could break up. You could break up with someone like it'd be a, it depend you know if it's a bad breakup or whether a normal breakup and the next day you go out and hook up with someone okay, but it also can also be in the mentality like some people when they break up with someone they've checked out months in advance. I agree with that. However, I don't know if it's just because like maybe again it's like a, a personal situation, but I feel like normally for a guy they're so quick to just go in and try to find someone 
fast to hook up with and I I don't mean to judge but I I do I'm like I just feel like it shows like a bad side of your character if you're just like but it could be so quick to jump it could be so many things though I know I I know I know I know all right so like say like you break out with someone right and you go to the bar and you're drunk I don't give out I don't I think if you're drunk you know what you're doing I'm sorry. I don't know. Ooh, tea. Really? Really, John? I, I feel like when you drink and you get you get thoughts in your mind, you do things. Like you send texts and you you're more tempted to like want to hook up with someone. I don't know. I Yeah, but it's <laughs> but okay, so my whole thing with the alcohol is it shows who you really are. Everyone has so if I've I've read stuff and there's there's this is what I've read, right? There's there's three people in the world. There's three. You have three people. Like you, you yourself are three different people. There's a person that you show others. There's your true self, and then there's a person that your you want self. to be. I'm kidding. No, there's a person that you want to be. So there's a person that you show others. There's a person that you think who you who you want to be, and then there's who your true self are. I feel like when you drink alcohol, all it does is it removes what you care about other people think. That's all it does. You're still going to be your same yeah. person. Okay, but John, be, me and you would be in a freaking relationship right now if we were go- based off of our alcoholic oh. decisions. Have you guys ever hooked up? <laughs> <laughs> Silence. I got my answer. <laughs> there was a lot of tequila and, uh, you know. Look at John's face. He looks, he looks petrified. <laughs> Is that like no, not? Okay, I probably like, was a no. scary sight. Do Are we, we have kidding? to edit that out? I really hope not. No, I don't really give a shit. Okay, so when me and Jenna made out, it was more just here's the thing. Look, I was I've always said to Jenna, I find you attractive. Like I'm not gonna. We said that. it was like bound and, to happen. Jenna, Were there sparks? It was gonna happen. I was blacked. I don't. I don't remember anything. I do remember you being a good kisser. Oh. I remember the whole night. So that's that's. <gasps> no, yeah, that's the issue. He remembers she everything. A kisser? <laughs> Tell the truth. Tell the truth right now. No, I need to go. Was she- yeah, I went. We went back. We went back a few times. So it wasn't like, I didn't yeah, it. it wasn't a one and done. Jenna don't do one and done. Uh oh. But I will say this: she kissed me first. <gasps> Jenna, you little this ladies. Twenty twenty, year of the girl. It was in twenty twenty. No, it was twenty. Wait. No, it was it was twenty nineteen. No, it was twenty nineteen. It was post uh, dyeing my hair dark and cutting it. John, you had the worst version of me, man. <laughs> That's not a bad version of you, Jenna. Come on. Oh, oh, thank you. We went to the city. Uh, we went to one of our friends' uh, apartments because we were going out, and Jenna told me she wasn't going to be there, so I was already pissed off at her. And then I walk into I walk into the apartment, and who's sitting there? Jenna. I was like, <laughs> I literally, I literally looked at her, flipped her off, and just didn't talk to her. Yeah, and then you know, and then obviously the night went on. You know, we, we were talking, and then we got to the bar, and I honestly, it wasn't like it was. It wasn't like we were like flirting or anything. Like we, I think we were literally there, and we were talking about like all the people that are with us. Prob. And you know, we got some drinks. We talked like a Snapchat, uh, an Instagram story. Yep. And then we literally were just like talking to each other, and like it was like that moment, like not that moment, but like you know, when like people are, like talking and they start like moving in closer <laughs> and like getting closer and getting closer. <laughs> so I got to that point, and like. We both were just like, I mean, yeah, we were in a good place, like drunk wise. I didn't realize you were blacked out. That makes me feel great. Uh, well, um, <laughs> I was chugging tequila that night. I mean, I, I didn't know that, so I guess I took advantage of you. No, no. Uh, I know myself. I was definitely throwing myself all over the place. We were just hanging out. And the next thing I know, like we were like, we got real close to each other, and like. Jenna just like kind of leaned in. I was like, I'm not gonna not lean in. I'm not gonna not lean in. 
so you <laughs> felt bad for me. <laughs> no, no. But like we said, we talked about it. It was supposed, it was gonna happen. Honestly, if think about this, Jenna. Be honest with me. We're yeah. both single. We're both single in college. We both hook up in boys. Oh yeah. Yeah, you would have. You would have hooked up. Sorry, I had to process that. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. If we both were single in college, we mm-hmm. both would have hooked up in boys. Yeah. And it's it's just it it happened, and then we kind of just. I don't know. We, it was like awkward for like what it was, a day and a half. Yeah, it was like awkward a little bit, and I think mainly because I felt like awkward. I don't really know. If I was literally, I was literally just yeah. being myself, and then Jenna texted me. And goes, I think that goes, I was like just goes, mad at myself because I was like, did I just like ruin my like only guy friendship that I actually like? Wait, you know what, what did she mean? say, John? Oh, I don't. She even texts know. me and she goes, "We're like we're just randomly talking." She goes, "Do we have to talk about it?" And I go. <laughs> I go, I don't know, Jenna. I don't know. She goes, I don't know, Jenna, do we? And she goes, I was really drunk. And like, in my mind, I was like, oh, that's good. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, Jenna, like, honestly, it was bound to happen. Like, I, I don't yeah. care what you say. Like, even if like it never happened, it still would have been the thought like, all right, this date makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, the yeah. wor- I think the worst part, I think not the worst part of it, but the worst part was like, there were so many of our friends there. I know. There were so many of our friends there. You guys made a scene. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Huge scene. Oh yeah. We left the bars because you were, you were telling me you want to get pizza. I was like, I will get pizza. So we left the bar and then we're sitting down to go to the bar. And I was like, all right, Jenna, I got to go to the bathroom. And she literally grabbed my shirt and pulled me in and we kissed before I went to the bathroom. And then that was the last time. That was the last time we kissed the rest of the night. We literally ate pizza, <laughs> went back to the apartment, went back, went, back to, went back to the apartment. And then yeah. Jenna looks at me and he goes, Jenna goes, you're coming home with me tonight. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I was like. I was like, oh, okay. So then Jenna's she or- we and the best party. part is that Katie Healy was like staying. <laughs> Katie Healy was like staying with me, like us three Ubered together home. Wait, you went home with them? One hundred twenty dollars Uber no. from New York City, from New York City to Jenna's house. And then I drove into his apartment the next morning. I slept downstairs on the couch, and I woke up to Lee going, "Hey, John, you want breakfast?" I was like, "Yeah, Leah, sounds great." <laughs> Yeah. And Jenna is dead, dead in bed, like hungover as crap. Hungover? And she then had to drive you back to my apartment. The entire ride back, we talked like normal, whatever. Yeah. I was like, all right, like, I'll see you later, Jenna. And I like, just got out of the car. And then like two days later, like Jenna's like, we didn't talk about this. And I was like, yeah, no, it's like, I think we're good. I'm like okay. I'm dead. Now Lee's going to listen to this and be like, they hooked up that night. Yeah. Cause she had zero idea. Really? Oh yeah. Are you being serious? Or maybe she assumed. I'm pretty sure she had no idea. She thought it was like because she knew our relationship, so she thought it was like so normal that like you came back. Well, yeah, I've been. I mean, I've been over your house a couple times. Like, yeah, hung out. Like, yeah, normal. exactly. Like, I've literally, I've literally been in the kitchen cooking with Lee. Like, it's like no big deal. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like literally no big deal. And then you're, and then like me and your dad have talked to too. Like it's yeah. just like whatever. It's you know, because so like, freaking funny. I was like, what? Yeah. Like what is you know? Just don't give me tequila. The best part was um, I get, of course, the next day, I like, get all the texts like from my friends that were there, like, yo, dude, like, go, Jenna. I was like, hey, guys, like, yeah, it happened. Like, yo, what's going to happen? Got red like, shorts. I was like, guys, we're just like, we're, we're best friends. Like, it's okay. Like, you guys, yeah. you guys are, you guys are interested in her. Like, I'll try to set you guys up. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so now that is the tea. Yeah, right. The rest is history. Yeah, and here we are. Look at us now. <laughs> Thriving. Sort of. Yeah. Wow. Well, I didn't know if that story was going to get out there, but I mean, here we are. It's out good, there. Thing, we are. good thing I'm in editing control. I know. It's going in. Oh, I will. I will. I will. Wow, guys. So I feel like we have to kind of wrap it here because 
we're finishing off the combo. We kind of came full circle <laughs> here. Like we started out how you guys met and we went through, you know, history and timelines of all these different personal things. And maybe there's a shot at love down the road. Oh, <laughs> I'm smirking so hard. <laughs> no, I'm kidding though. Seriously though. I feel like that was such a good conversation and we literally have so many more questions for John that I think we're gonna have to bring him back. Absolutely. And we want to hear from all of you guys. Give us some questions, give us some follow-ups. And yeah, John, any final thoughts? How how did how did you like it? Yeah, did you like podcasting? Yeah, you guys are doing a great job. I listen to it every time you guys post it. You probably like our <laughs> 1% male population that listens. No, our our male percentage is 18%. Oh. Very good. Well, yeah, because they probably look at your profiles and go, damn, let me listen to what these girls got to say. <laughs> oh, thank you. I love him. They're like, I can, I can see that on the cast next to me Sunday morning watching football. <laughs> yeah. And then they hear me burp on camera and sing and they're like, whoa, <laughs> got to run. <laughs> I'm thinking we have I to do a part two. To. There are so many questions that we yeah. didn't get to because our combo was just like, so deep, you know, flowing so deep and so good. So for sure. It's so deep. Thanks, John. Of course, guys. Anytime. All right. So we got to get into the segment. Nicolette has a juicy one. This one's really, really good. Shut Shut the the up. Okay. When my husband and I were newly dating, he was still living at home. We had just come back from a date night, which we had already gotten pretty toasty at and continued to crack open a bottle and drink at home. His family was all upstairs asleep. So we decided we had the downstairs to ourselves and enjoy our night in the living room. As we started hooking up, both totally naked at this point, we heard some noise coming from upstairs. In the dark, naked, drunk, and freaking out, I start running towards the door that leads to the connected garage in hopes to hide there if someone comes down, completely forgetting that they have a metal doggy gate there. So yes, I run straight into it, making probably the world's loudest crash, falling and breaking it with my drunk, naked ass. It doesn't stop there. (laughs) (laughs) freaking out i decided to get up oh my god and run to the bathroom that's closer to the stairs in hopes that nobody is on them coming down just yet well i was wrong there i was running towards the bathroom when i look up and see my current father-in-law standing there in pure horror slash surprise slash shock who the hell knows we weren't that close before that but you sure as hell can say we are very close now it has never been spoken about with him and my husband still cracks up every time he remembers the story while i just die (laughs) Oh my gosh. I think I would die. I think I would die. Ass naked. Well, my ex's mom saw me naked, so I'm like, whatever. But if his dad (laughs) saw me naked, oh God. I know. I'd be traumatized. Like traumatized. That is such a good story. Thank you for sharing it. Obviously, it remains anonymous. Wow. All about that adrenaline rush. Yeah, seriously. Everyone loves that. I know. We have a lot of good like getting caught in the act stories. Yeah. Which I love. But keep sending them in because we need them. Yeah, please. All right. So that wraps up the episode. It's a long one. Can't wait to edit this <laughs> sucker. We hope everyone had a happy holiday and happy new year. Oh, man. This is the end of season one. 20 episodes for the year of 2020. See you never. We're saying goodbye to 2020. Start up season two in 2021. We're really excited. Yeah. And thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye, guys. Later. Bye. <laughs>